everybody and welcome to the next episode of Threadlecast. Today we have a very important day for our company. Uh, it's the 12th of May and this is the anniversary of establishing our company. I'm Tomáš and I'm here today with my CEO, my managing director, our colleague Dana. Hello. So, Dana started this company 12 years ago. She initially is coming from Israel and she was an expat in Czech Republic also. So Dana, before we get to the information about establishing an, our company and all of that, uh, tell us something about your background, where you come from and why did you decide to move to Czech Republic? Uh, thank you, Tomáš. Um, I arrived to Prague a bit over 20 years ago. I was uh, very young at the time. I came with my boyfriend, who became later my husband. Uh, we arrived to Prague actually to do just simple traveling a year or two in Europe while working in the Czech Republic. My parents lived here because my father originally is from Slovakia. And uh, we fell in love very quickly. So we have decided to stay, I think, where we are already at the second or third month. We knew that it's not going to be a one or two years uh, of experience. So 20 years and we are still here. That's very nice. Actually, this is an information from a lot of our expat clients that you cannot live in Prague and not fall in love with it. That's true. Actually, I think most of the time when um, um, spending time with our clients looking for home and orientation, um, I always tell them that I probably have the easiest job is to make sure people fall in love with Prague so they want to move to the city. And I don't think I really need to do a lot of it. It comes natural because the city is so beautiful and offering so many things to the people, um, either locals or even tourists or foreigners moving in. Okay, so as you said, you moved here for a short-term assignment, which ended up being 20 years, for some 20 years ago. Uh, when did you decide to establish Relocare uh, and what was the purpose of it? Mm. In fact, I had a tourism business before, but um, I decided to sell it uh, for different reasons and uh, just continue to a different journey. And I was uh, thinking at the time, what else I can do that will give me the passion and the joy I had in my previous business? I always like to work with people. And I actually love, love to move from property to property every two years on the clock. So I kind of knew what's going on in the rental market, maybe not on a professional level, but I enjoyed that. And I always, I was kind of center of information for other people. Uh, my friends and their friends always calling me to where to go and what to do and where to find. So I said, okay, let's actually combine these two. Uh, and make it easy for the others, based on my experience, maybe to save other people from going through the hard uh, processes of immigration that I went through. Uh, what is funny, actually, that I was sure at the time that I'm discovering something new. This market is, is, does not exist. And when I started to share with friends that I'm going to open such a company, somebody just said that, Um, in Prague 6, uh, there is somebody who is uh, some lady who's been relocated and she's doing that uh, already. And I was like, oh, that's really unfair. I mean, I just came with this idea and I was so excited and proud about it. 
And then I uh, came back home and started to Google and look for who is this lady or what actually she's offering. And I found out that this is very well established market uh, in the world and in Prague as well, maybe not as established as it is today, but I was shocked that I'm actually entering to really uh, well market, um, which made me excited and disappointed at the same time, because I knew that it will be probably easier to sell it to companies or to private people because it's something that it's already there. On the other hand, is to enter to a market that there are already other providers there for some time. So it was quite challenging. Okay, so uh, right now uh, we do have the separate departments for immigration and relocation. How was it in the beginning? Was it two sections already? Did you start with first employees? And how was entering the market with huge international companies which were targeting relocation already? All right, that's actually two questions, probably. Uh, immigration, relocation. Well, we were very small at the time. Uh, we started uh, in a, a group of uh, three or four of us. Um, eventually, uh, we, I couldn't offer uh, the job to everyone, and we even squeezed even to less. So it's kind of like everyone did everything. Immigration was very hard because um, none of my employees at the time were foreigners, so they never experienced it themselves. And to find out the information and actually experiencing them at the field was very challenging because whatever you have in the internet is not enough actually to apply for immigration. You need to have so much more deep, uh, deeper information and mostly experience. Very true. So everyone were doing everything, and we, and we managed, and we did it well. Uh, it's just that when uh, Relocare grow uh, to much more companies, we realize that it's necessary that people will specialize on their field, and we divide it to, to different apartments. And the second part of the question, entering the market, breaking through the market where major international relocation companies were already established. Yeah, that was very hard. In fact, uh, in 2008, uh, it was still the financial um, crisis in the world and company just stopped relocating people because relocating is very expensive for the companies. Uh, so I entered to a world that I probably didn't have a space at the time. Uh, companies as mine actually Closing while well, I was looking for 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 an income for work for clients. Um, in order to overcome this, I came with an idea that I will start to um, maybe gather some friends and ask them to bring their friends for a coffee and a cake in some some cafeteria or something, and I will um, just give them a 10-15 minutes. Um, brief of what Relocare is. But then I thought, there's no chance they will come because, well, coffee and cake, they can have at home, so it must be something else on top of that. And that was actually um, starting to grow the idea of maybe bringing some companies or small friends who were selling jewelries or wine or something like that. And then quickly it became a uh, bigger idea of bringing with me maybe some medical clinic who will do a short presentation, maybe insurance makes small presentation. 
And five months after this idea came, we actually were already at the exhibition ground of Vista Vishe with 92 companies and 2,800 visitors. So this is how I actually enter to the market with some stamp, yeah, that we worth something. And that was actually running for three years, this expat expo. It was fantastic. That's very good news, thank you, or very good information. Um, what would you say that was the biggest challenge that you encountered in Relocare for the 12 years of its existence? Immigration. Immigration, relocation, it can be any client, any situation, you know, business-wise. What was the biggest challenge that you need to overcome? I think it's the immigration mostly, I will say, um, to overcome it. Of course, there are periods of time that there are financially companies are, you know, closing down. For sure, the situation that we had now with the, with the virus, with the coronavirus that affected um, all the relocation of our company, uh, clients, uh, everything stopped. But overall, looking at a long distance uh, challenges, the immigration, although we are expert, although we are know everything, the government is keeping us on our alert all the time to be sure of all the time the changes. And what is amazing is we every time get a new clients, there is some challenge there on their immigration. So, And it's so sensitive. We cannot have the client not arriving because their immigration didn't go through. It was not approved. We have, of course, responsibility uh, to the expectations of our clients. So I will say for 12 years, we are in a daily, daily alert on everything going on to immigration to be sure that we are really making sure the people arrive here eventually to work for the companies. Do you think that the immigration situation right now is a different one than it was 12 years ago? Of course, there was a lot of progress in the processes, how things were done. But if you could compare it nowadays and when you started with the company. Oh, my God. If I'm actually looking 20 years back, at the time, uh, there was only one building for the foreign police in Olshanska. People had to go there gather from four o'clock or five o'clock in the morning outside of the building just to have a chance when you enter to get a number. Uh, it was so disorganized. It was um, so frustrating. Uh, even if you had a company to support you at the time, it was just a disaster. It's so much better these days. And there is, I think, always a need for improvement, but it's uncomparable. It's so much more organized. There are more offices, departments are divided. Uh, processes are for sure shortened than it used to be before. Uh, before we had work permit plus visa. Now we have employee card, which is a combination. Um, you can make an appointment in advance by phone or by the system online. That's a huge progress. And um, it's quite clear that each country wants to limit the number of you know, people arriving, foreigners arriving, so they don't take over uh, job positions that can be fulfilled by the citizens of that country. Um, so I think it's okay that the government, each government has some restrictions and the processes are long for a purpose. But I think it's, going, it's good here. It's still hard uh, to get here and compare to other countries in Europe. Uh, but I think it's much better, but still very, very much challenging. And that's what actually keeps our work, right? If it will be very easy, we might not be here today. <laughs> that's a very true and very 
good way to look at it, actually. But everybody, as you hear, the, you might be frustrated right now with the immigration process. But as Dana has kindly explained, it can be much worse than it actually used to be. Um, is it difficult to run a company in Czech Republic as a foreigner, actually? Very difficult. Not um, impassable, but difficult. The language barrier. But I think it's actually... It's not about Czech Republic. It's probably any foreigner going to another country and just starting to run the business, just running it. And without knowing the law, without knowing your obligation as an employer, as as a taxpayer, um, all the way, I always discover something new with the authorities and the law. 12 years, well, in fact, 20 years I'm running companies. So there's always something new. However, if I would have come 20 years back when I was very young and I didn't have the money and somebody would offer me a course when they can really give me inside knowledge in intensive two or three days workshop, I do not know if I would have paid that because I, didn't know, I don't know if I would have able to afford such a thing or evaluate it. But yeah, it's it's very challenging because of the um, language barrier. Maybe things are not as clear. But today, I think there are so many law companies and accounting companies that have a lot of know-how information on the law um, on their website for free. So for sure, it could have helped me at the time. And uh, yeah, it's a diff- I wouldn't say it's more diff- difficult than in another country. As I mentioned, uh, maybe even in my own country, I wouldn't be able to do it as you know easy as it is. Running your own company is hard, I think, in any, in any case. Is there some sort of cultural difference? Every country and their employees, they have a different approach to work and everything. Uh, is there a difficulty working with Czech people or are there any specifics for Czech employees? Big difference between Israelis, which is a Mediterranean uh, culture, and Czech. I'm still learning. Um, I think the most common in Czech is there is a hierarchy. Uh, it starts with a language that you use, an official language. In fact, you normally... Um, call people or name people by their last name, very official, Mr. Novak, let's say. In Israelis, everything is so easygoing. It doesn't matter to whom you speak and how far they have are in the letter than you. You always call, call them by first name. There is no official language. It's, everything is very easygoing. And there is a huge, huge difference for me. I'm still... Not completely there. I'm still kind of learning. But I think in some way, my own culture background came to Relocare. And I think the team is more or less, you know, talking the same level that I want them, you know, to feel all equal, the same with me, you know, without the formalities. Okay. Would you say that you and your company are successful? Is, are you completely satisfied or is there a way to go? That is very tricky question, Tomas. <laughs> Sorry for I that. I don't think a lot of people will say on podcasts that they don't have a successful company, right? <laughs> um, I think we are doing very well. 
Um, however, Relocare for years uh, was not successful and have very, the start was very long. So at the point when we started to be on a level of successful company was um, probably five years ago. Um, how will put this success? Success is a matter of your identity, how the market see you, uh, how your clients see you, um, financial, of course, uh, it's the overall image, I assume. Um, yeah, we got there about five years ago, and I think we are doing quite well improving it. If there are any challenges, the challenges always is to become better, keep your position in the market, um, becoming more and more professional. I think it's really active in Relocare as a team. We have lots of meetings, a weekly uh, level that we are trying to see where we can improve our professionalism, our image, our PR, uh, where we can get better. So I guess it's still there. We don't stay still. Um, we still want to be the leader in the market in the Czech Republic, so we work hard for it. This is actually con directly connecting to my last question, and it's uh, where do you see the company in the next couple of years? Uh, is there any goal that you would like to achieve? Um, we have started last year to educate uh, professional HR or people from that field uh, in a matter of immigration. Uh, I would like us to develop this, continue to help the companies uh, to plan better, understand better the processes connected so they will be able to predict starting off their new employees and new project properly. I will be very happy to continue with educating them in different fields connected to uh, cross-culture of their um, foreign employees and how they deal with the change of environment and um, help them more when they move to the Czech Republic. Um, on the same time, we would like to be more available and exposed to private clients uh, as we have worked in the last year mostly with corporates clients. So to be more um, access for them to, to get a support from us. And probably... The last thing, which will be a matter of years of work, not necessarily a matter of two or three, is to position Relocare in a way that when a person thinks about immigration or relocation support, then Relocare name is immediately pump pumping into their head. Uh, so that level of recognition. And I think it still needs some work over the years, but I think we can achieve that eventually. Thank you very much, Dana. So, this is it for today, everybody. Thank you for listening to our Relocast. Uh, we are very happy that we can provide you this podcast and to support you for all of the 12 years that the company is in the market. And for us, it's time for the cake that is waiting for us in the fridge.